1: Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P. This podcast is sponsored by Pamela Slack. Some random laughs from Southend-on-Sea. Probably. Thanks, Pam. Welcome to the Daft Lad podcast. I take no prisoners, just inmates. Whatever that fucking means. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. I just need to address something. I'm gonna put it out there. If you're watching the video, you can see what I'm doing, right? I've come to the conclusion that tattoos are just merch for the skin. Welcome to... Welcome, everyone, to season five. No. Season two of episode... What the fuck? Season two of episode five. Does that make sense? Of. Season of. Also, you know how you say the word of, O-F? It sounds like O-V, doesn't it? It's not of, it's O-V, so you should spell it like O-V, of. What a cluckety fucking mindy mind fuck that is, isn't it? Here's one for you. Gracamole on your nachos. Big yes or big no? For me, big no. I'm not having tree shit on me fucking nachos. For me, Gracamole tastes like uh, moldy Sensodyne, toothpaste. With a uh, blended garden. Just whatever you get in anyone's garden. Blend it up. And put a bit of mouldy Sensodyne toothpaste. Does toothpaste go out of date? I'm surprised in zombie films. They don't have more toothpaste knocking about. Because uh, you try rationing ration it. Right? But surely that will last forever. Locking a door makes a door extend. The wall beside the door. So the door becomes a wall. I rest my suitcase. <laughs> On this conveyor of banter. How many coats of paint would you need on a wall to make the wall thicker? You know, like, if you just keep painting it, let it dry, paint it, let it dry. Eventually, it's going to come stick out a bit more than the actual wall it was at the default size. Would it come out by, like, a couple of mil, an inch? How how many layers of paint do you think? Let us know. Like, how many how many layers of paint are we saying? I'm, I'm going for, like, at least a thousand, you know, paint, dry, paint, dry, a thousand times. It'll come out by half an inch bit of dust out on it. This is one of my favorite episodes I think so far. And it's not even finished it. I don't even know what's coming. Yeah. Let's play some uh, let's play some tunes. <music> they say you can't drink and drive, but I'm allowed one beer and then I can drive. So can I have that beer, that one beer when I drive? Do you ever breathe through your nose and then every now and then a sound comes out of your nose. It sounds like a distant car horn. And it shits you right up because you think the first time you breathe out and you hear the car noise, you're like, I think that was just a car outside. And you breathe out again a second later and it's like, and you're like, fucking hell, is that a car on A127 of the South End on Sea? Or is that just a really, really small car? Because at first, the last thing you think, that's my nose, that noise. And then you breathe out your nose again for a third time and you're like, "I'm sure, I'm sure someone's, Someone's got a Corsa. Someone's beeping on on a Corsa. And that fourth time I'm like, shit, it's me nose. And how's that that happening? What's going on there? Instrument face. (laughs) Just had tea. Chicken dippers and chips in um, dry fryer. And uh, I did this on the plate because I was bored while I was watching YouTube. I got two chicken dippers right and one chicken bite. You know the shape of a chicken dipper. Looks like a pinball flicker. You know that uh, game, pinball wizard, whatever it's called. And then the chicken bites the ball. Yeah. If you place the chicken dippers on a 30 degree angle. (laughs) What am I on about? If you place the chicken dippers on a 30 degree angle, right, on the plate. Thinner end towards middle. Put the chicken bite in the middle put maybe a TV remote underneath the plate, so it's on a little slant, you got your own pinball wizard machine with chicken dippers, Chicken wizard. And uh, someone's going to steal that idea and mech it, and it's going to be on one of those shitty adverts on unskippable ads on YouTube, or like a Temple Run game or something. Ow. Um, yeah, that's banter. Let's have some tunes. Right, do any of you wonderful people, have you ever come across this type of person who goes to a shop and buys tin mackerel? Can you imagine the loved one at home? You know what I mean? Husband. Oh, Emily, love. When you go to the shop, could you get me uh, mackerel bathed in thinners, please? That'll be wonderful, love. I go, who thinks that? Like, there's people. It's actually on the fucking shelf to sell. So someone's buying it. It's never on sale. (laughs) <laughs> I've had it when people bring it into work before. You know, you like you might go into work and someone puts a rustlers burger into the microwave, and that's fucking that oh, stinks of death. It's like a sandwich corpse. Um, and then someone comes in, new level, brings tin mackerel, opens it up like a sweet corn tin, gets a fork and just starts eating it. It looks rusty. It's orange, and then someone comes and stands next to you with it. And you're like, just talk to him, yeah, yeah, and then you get a whiff of it, and it's like, I don't know whether it's a shit or sick. They're like, I are a fan of eating stuff that repeats on me, but I'm not going to eat ocean shit. You know what I mean? Speaking of shit, they've taken all the sugar out, of chewing gum, fuming. Don't taste about. I think your best bit is to actually just go get the mint plant and just eat that. Just chew on that mint instead of chewing gum. By the way, if you ever run out of tomato sauce, here's a good advice for you. If you ever run out of tomato sauce at home, you want to get an empty tomato sauce uh, chub. I think I just said chub. That's a fish. Fishy episode, this. Get the empty tub of tomato sauce. Go to your local Mackey's, right? Go to the tomato sauce machine. It's not even a machine. It's hand felt. It's manual. Hand felt. Shit. Everyone's cheesy fingers been on it, but wear a glove. And just refill it back up. It might take um, 20 minutes, but refill that back up, and you've got... a. Uh, Might not be Heinz, but it's Mackey's flavoured tomato sauce, which is lovely. Make sure you don't get the barbecue sauce that's on tap in McDonald's. Um, Tastes like savoury cow, You do want that on your chicken. Jesus, imagine if they had McDonald's sauces on tap. Oh my God, this is great. You know they have the tomato sauce barbecue refill station. Just have a whole bar, just for sauces. Oh my God, this is great. So you have the, the, the reception area, can you call it the till area, where they're mech the food, there's about ten people stood around one fucking machine, so making chips, and the collection area. There's always like a wall, then it's like toilets. Get the toilets out, put a bar in there, sauces on tap in McDonald's, right? Curry sauce, barbecue sauce, smart sauce, cool mayo, um, rich tomato dip. And then you got a big John with tea towel folded over his left shoulder like he's an actual chef which is actually just McDonald's sauces. It's just there like that, just like, bud. He's got a range of uh, Mackey's cocktails behind him, all in glass jars. Maybe a neon sign in purple that just says sauce. <laughs> and then you walk up to the bar and you're just like, Panticle Mayo, please, bud, contactless. Yeah. And then you just rest your left elbow on the bar, just like you're in a pub, in like a movie or something. It's like talking to Big John about footy at weekend. Ah, oh, it's in Knox Forest, drew to Everton. Oh, fantastic, that one, great game. Oh yeah, I'll have a I'll have a call cool mayo, please, John. And then you don't even need a credit card because the sauces are free. Um, I, they'd probably put them for twenty p on there. Uh, but then who's putting a cap on twenty p on credit card? You know what I mean? On contactless, like so you're getting free tap sauces in Mackeys. McDonald's. You know where to find me. It's a great invention. Um, come come and see me. Message me mum or something. You know when you go to like a mate's house or a family's house and they're going to make you some tea and uh, like a free course meal, they really go all out, and you get the standard question from them, because they just want to know, and they're like, hey Jimmy, is your food nice, all right, and then the standard reply is, yeah, very good, very good, great cooking, great fingers, so you see that, but it's not really great cooking, they've put something in the oven, and uh, it's cooked, they didn't prepare it, that's what I'm saying, they may have put the ingredients together, but it's the oven that fucking cooks it, it isn't like they're sat in the oven with it, cooking at the same time. Then you could call it, yeah, they cooked it because they hold it, as so they were getting cooked. So they didn't cook it. So when you finish the food, um, just say thank you to the oven, and don't say anything to anyone, because the oven cooked it. Like your main slash dessert comes out, and it's just like on the same plate. It's just been cooked in oven. They haven't cooked it, the oven cooked it, but you're just like, oh, my God. Is that Terry's chocolate orange with a side of lasagna? That's absolutely cracking. Well, hats off to the oven. well an oven. And then you see the chef and they're just like, what? You fucking want, mate? I've just cooked you that. Here's another relatable eating situation. It's all relatable, this podcast. That's why it's daft as shit tits. <laughs> so when you're out for a meal with like eight people, and halfway through the main course, everyone is just into it. They're like animals. So they've been hungry for like an hour, waiting for it, and they're in it. No distractions. So then halfway through the main course, you're tucked in. And everyone's in, like, animal mode. No one's talking. It's silent. And you're on the same boat. And you might be a quick eater like me. So everyone else is in silent animal mode halfway through the food. I'm on my last slice of chocolate lasagna, right? I've eaten it. I've got another five minutes on my chocolate lasagna. But I need a drink. So I put my cutlery down. Makes that noise. The cutlery noise. When you put the fork and the knife down at the same time, for some reason, everyone thinks, oh, you're finished. And then a few people who hear the cutlery noise think you're finished. So they're halfway through their fucking lasagna, turn the red slowly, looking like a, a zombie that's just clocked you really slowly with, like, guts coming out of its mouth, but it's just lasagna pasta, and they just look at you, and the most patronising face ever expression, but they don't say out, but the face says, oh my god, are you fucking full? It's a waste of money, that, you f- idiot. And I'm sipping on my Coca-Cola, just going like, shut the fuck up, I'm not finished yet! I'm joking, I just need a drink It might happen to all of you, but that is a thing, in it? If you're halfway through your food, put your fork and knife down, it makes that noise to symbol, I've finished. And everyone looks like, how oh, have you eaten all that, you fat bastard? I'm just having a drink. So I've realised that nowadays, everyone's got a dog. There's more people with dogs without dogs. But dogs are great, so GG's. But I've also realised, there's a shit ton of babies in prams going out for walks. Obviously there's someone pushing them, they aren't just going out when it's like a it's like a dodger that's gone loose. I don't know what it is like. Why do babies need a walk? They aren't even walking, they sat down. They're the dogs. So when dogs go out for a walk, they might bark at the owners. Imagine if babies started barking. <laughs> so a baby's just dogs and just start barking at the parents when they get pissed off. <laughs> Imagine babies started barking. Here's a little story um, coming, I don't know, maybe three quarters through this episode, maybe 73%. All the tunes, I think I might have said this in the last episode, all the songs, all little snippets of music in the Daff Lab podcast that you hear is my band Foxhorns, right? We got asked to support Lonely the Brave last year at the Key Club in Leeds. It's always a big thing for us, that. It's like a a go-to spot for any band that comes to Leeds from abroad. Unreal, right? We played an epic set, Unreal. We were on like first or second, I think. And then we were just like chatting at merch after on a high. And then this dude comes up to me, looks about maybe 40 or something. And he said, hey there, mate. Um, could, could I have a selfie, please? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. This is the first time anyone's asked me for like a selfie. It's always a singer. I always like to just chat to people at merch. And you get to sign a few things. But it's always a singer because, you know, the singer's a main character, isn't he? It's like, he's Rick Grimes and I'm Laurie. Anyway, and and this guy says, hey, mate, can I have a a selfie, mate? And I says, yeah, sure. And he goes, well, it isn't because I like your band. It's because you look exactly like my son. And I want to get a picture of you. And I can send it to my son. (laughs) He was like, mate, you're spitting image. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, of course. That'll be class. Daft as fuck, mate. So then (laughs) we took this selfie. And he sent it to his son. And then he showed me a picture of his son. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I do, don't I? Look, nothing like him. Nothing like him. <laughs> he looked more like Laurie than me. <laughs> when he first said it, I was like, oh, this is this is so nice. Like, it's nice to have someone come up and say, can I have a selfie? Because they might have enjoyed my drumming, might have enjoyed the band, the songs. But no, he, did, he just wanted a selfie for his son, Paul, because I didn't look anything like him, but apparently I did. But that's funny, innit? not it? That's, that's a daft story. It had to be on the podcast, innit? it? When I told the rest of my band, they were, they were just like, no way, you got a selfie with someone. And then I said the story, and they were like, that's just, that's just so you, that Jim. <laughs> And then Nick, our bassist, who has the best sense of humour in the world, he says, maybe that was your actual dad, (laughs) and Paul's your twin, and maybe my last name isn't what it is right now, maybe it's the surname of the guy who I got the sofa with, and his last name is called Mott, (laughs) and you've been separated from birth, and your actual name is Drill Mott, that's what he said to me, I was pissing myself, Drill Mott, who comes up with that? So we went on tour as well last last November, I've got a funny story. Played Leicester Peterborough, hometown show in York, and then played Camden. So on the way to our hometown show in York, I had the whole kit in the back. I can just about get my drum kit into the Corsa. Didn't want to go on the main motorway from my town to York. Takes 30 minutes, might be a bit busy. So I thought I'd go the back roads way, quite a thin road, there's no line in the middle of the road. And it's always just full of, like, animals and stuff, right? So I was going 55 down the country road. And all of a sudden, on this little bit of hill, this pheasant, literally, just runs out. He could have ran out five seconds before, five seconds after. But, of course, he ran out as I was going 50. I don't know. From, like, me to the back of this room. And because I was going 50, it made the biggest bang. So I was driving. With all the drum kit in the back, I braked as well after I hit it. Doof! Made the whole car shake. And for like a few seconds, I was like, what the hell was that? I think I just hit the pheasant, obviously. And then I for like maybe 20 seconds after, I was just shook up. I was just like, oh, God, I need to tell someone. Maybe I need to tell the lads in the band. I've just hit a pheasant. I'm hoping I can get there, you know, kind of thing. And then a few seconds later, I was just like, what's, what's that in my bonnet? And I could see. I was going 50. You know, the wind was just <laughs> blowing this pheasant wing up and down. And I was like, shit, it's caught in front of the bonnet. You could just see it. It was just blowing in the wind. I had another 20 minutes to drive to get into York. I had to go through the centre of York on a Friday evening. Traffic lights. So I was coming up to the traffic lights, stopping. I was the first one to the traffic lights. About 20 people walked over when it went green. And I'm sure, literally, people looked. They were like, like double-ticked. I'm just like, he's got a pheasant on his car. And I was just there trying to slouch down in my seat. Just like shit this is fucking embarrassing so i was driving through center of york for about 10 minutes with a dead pheasant in my bonnet and it it was the whole pheasant still there it was it was like you know it was dead which is sad but it isn't my fault for inventing cars i'm just going to blame someone else so i got to the venue messaged the lads and um i didn't want to open the bonnet because i didn't want to see if i had any damage and also how. What was the state? I was was scared I was just going to be full of blood, like a Walking Dead scene. So the lads got there, and they were absolutely pissing themselves. They were like, what the fuck? Looked to the front of my car. We opened the bonnet, and the whole thing was there. I know this is an awful story, sorry, but it's it's random, isn't it? It, This would happen to me as well. So it was dead, sadly, and uh, the whole of it was just somehow, somehow got stuck between the little gap between the bonnet and where it clicks in. Mental. So yeah, um, I got Tom the guitarist to kick it off. There could be still a dead pheasant in that car park of the Fulford Arms. I'm sorry. I didn't know what to do. We had to get out of there. Um, there was curfew. And uh, great band name, Dead Pheasant. And I said to lads, oh lads, why um, why, why don't we bring uh, Dead Pheasant into venue for Encore? Put some merch on him, throw it out into the crowd. I was joking, right? Move on. And then another tall story um, sent it down to Peterborough, and um, one of our new fans, really kind, was stood up merch, bought merch, which is like amazing. It was just so nice for us, you know, someone wait for us. They made the coolest thing for us. They made each band member a uh, personalised, homemade Christmas bauble and Christmas card. So you got your little Christmas card with the Fox on logo on, little message inside, and then we all got a bauble. In mine was like a little drum kit homemade with the Foxhorn logo on. Guitarist and bassist got like a little guitar, I think it was. And then the singer, which was unreal, got a really big bauble. And because, uh, you know, we're called Foxhorns, maybe they couldn't be asked to make a microphone. So they just put a Fox, a uh, stuffed Fox toy in there, <laughs> which was funny. So uh, that was Mint. And then a few days after, we went down to Camden, the last show of tour. Four hours, five hours drive from York for us. Our first show in London. Sent it down there. We had a few hours to kill before we played. So I think we played at the place called Fiddler's Elbow. Cool little venue. A few minutes walk away from Roundhouse in Camden. Went to Camden Market for the first time, which was cool. And I went to this uh, this stall and got a funky hot dog. I think Nick, Nick got some chips, but they were like small chips, but they were the size of like a washing up bowl. Jesus Christ. So much going on there. And then we went back to the venue. We all had a beer, and we were like, "Right lads, let's just let's just let's just go for it." Because there was like maybe a few locals in. It happens sometimes. You you play to like no one. You play to five people. You might play to the other bands, but you just go out there and just play like it's like it's your last show ever. Because you know you don't know who's watching, and the main thing is you're having fun. So so we went up. We had a thirty minute set. First three songs, um, a few technical difficulties. Then we got to the fourth song in our set a song called ghost and it always gets people going because if it's got words in it and it's got a little breakdown people clapping along you get people involved and then halfway through the song just before the like actual breakdown started about 20 people just came in out of nowhere someone with like a panda outfit on or something and they just started going mental for it and, they, and we were like the, the last three songs were unreal because there was just everyone was going mental clapping there was like 30 people there instead of like two and uh when that happens, it's amazing. It's like, oh, it was it was worth the trip, like, you know what I mean? So that's a few end-of-the-episode tour stories. If you want to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, just search Fox Haunt. New EP just dropped, um, our second EP. We've got, like, I don't know, 15 songs out now. Come and see us on tour. By the time this is out, I'm sure we'll have more shows out there for the UK. Maybe be playing up north, Newcastle, round Leeds area, Manchester. Hopefully go back down to London, play St Albans, Camden, that kind of thing. And if you want to come, come and say hi to us at Merch. You don't have to buy anything. If you want to, that's totally cool, unreal. But if you want to come and just speak to me about the podcast or about the tunes, always up for a daft laugh. It's always nice to speak to cool people. Well, that's it for episode five, people, of series two. I think we're about halfway through this series and uh just want to say thanks for listening thanks for um even thinking about putting this podcast on even put on for five minutes that's cool it's just a bit of fun daff laugh you can watch the whole podcast you can see me talking right now on youtube type in just gaming fella or like the episode name it'll come up on youtube and you can watch it you can see my big swede as i like to call it i best i best head off uh ice cream vans outside Offer a rum and raisin flavored ice cream because I am a fucking Doyle. See you later, everyone.